Welcome to Wobblies and Wizards. I am your host, Loga the Barbarian. Today, we're going to talk about letting the players take charge. Ooh. Now, it's no secret that I prefer more of a sandbox game to a railroad game these days. Well, one thing that I really like is random encounters. A lot of people don't like them. At times, they can be mundane. But at other times, they can lead to gold. I've seen players follow them into all sorts of red herrings on their own invention. Maybe go with it. Let them lead you and give you something that they're looking for that you didn't plan. Maybe come up with a couple twists to throw in there. It's good to let the players take charge. Random encounters with combat opponents that live or escape can lead to great things. Bring them back a little bit down the road. Give them a scar or injury or something. They're mad at the players over. Make them seek revenge. I've had plenty of these random encounters where the player characters get a little obsessed with the NPC that lived. And they take me in totally new directions, hunting them down, fighting them. They show up a little bit later at a point uh, where the players are perhaps at a disadvantage. Sometimes a low-level encounter with a brigand, you can follow them up through the levels and create a villain that players become invested in and they truly hate. The villain shows up when they're at a, a disadvantage and, and the players are perhaps down hit points and exhausted and they have lost all their weapons after coming out of a dungeon. They're full of treasure. Perhaps the brigand that they met before and Scar is here to take their treasure. Oh, they're not going to like that brigand. They're, they're mad. They're angry. You can do all kinds of fun things. Keep them alive if you can. Let the player follow these guys that piss them off and aggravate them and they've grown to hate. Go ahead and if they suspect there's more, why don't you make there more? Why don't you blow it up in ways that you didn't expect? Especially when the players are giving you something to work with. Let's say the, the players are in a dungeon and they start to search a statue and... There's nothing magical or great about the statue. In fact, the module says it's just a normal statue, but perhaps the players have some cool ideas or some expectations. You might be able to throw them a bone. I'm searching a statue. The module didn't mention there's anything magic or secret about it. There's no secret compartments. But what did the players think of? Why not let them have it? Why not just put something there to reward them for creative thinking? It doesn't have to be something great. It doesn't even have to be gold. It could be just some kind of mundane object that they found in a secret compartment. And now they start to infer all kinds of things about that. And you can follow that lead that they give you. Give them what they're looking for. Maybe they find something in this mundane object, this other red herring, and they take that red herring and run with it. And you can throw in twists and slowly create something out of it. Something that you didn't plan, but you're seeing come about through play through the player's imagination and yours. Players do not have to follow it, but they could. If you have any plan for it or not, you can let them go after it. Don't don't hinder them. Don't say, no, nah, no, nah, let's, let's get back on track. Well, sometimes maybe getting off track leads you to something more interesting and a more exciting adventure than you ever knew possible. Go with it. Improvise. Improvise in response to the player's don't let your plan or a pre-designed module or a pre-designed story hold back your your uh, your players or become disappointing to them. Improvise in ways they give them what they seem to want. 
or at least a few breadcrumbs. You don't have to give them too much. Sometimes just the breadcrumbs are better than a big reward as they will lead the players to run with it and take more places that you can continue to follow with the other odd ideas that you come up with. Perhaps you only have a vague idea. Throw it out there. You can figure it out as they go. You don't have to have an idea of where this is heading when you bring it out. You got time in between sessions often to, to expand upon it. If you're listening to players plot and plan, they might give you a few good ideas. You might be able to hear something in there that you could improve on even. You can fill in the blanks. Don't get too invested in your ideas or too set in what you want to do or what they need to do. I plan way more than what I actually do in-game. I've planned for more than my players have ever ran through. And I've played through a great deal that I never planned through. And I've just had to wing it. Random encounters do not have to always be rolled at the table. Roll and plan a few interesting ones that you've prepared and are ready to pull out if they roll for a random encounter. I like to use lots of books of random tables to come up with things I would never have thought of. There are tons of third-party ones out there that are affordable. So uh, some of my favorites are these, it's literally just called The Book of Random Tables by Matt Davids, D-A-V-I-D-S. I actually got these ones, I believe, off of Amazon. I have The Book of Random Tables 1, 2, 3, 4. A Book of Random Tables Science Fiction 1 and 2. The Book of Random Tables Post-Apocalyptic. And the Book of Random Tables Cyberpunk. And these have all kinds of interesting little things you can use in-game in them. Uh, items in an alchemist's lab. Names. Items in a warehouse. Items in a royal tomb. Gemstones. All kinds of interesting odd stuff. Things in the end kitchen. And you can often just, just roll a few of those odd things up here and there. And put together an assortment of weird treasures. And sometimes what they found, those weird treasures, can lead to other things. We had one where we ran into a, uh, an elven baby with all kinds of odd things from candelabras to paintings and everything else. And they started to use them as clues. And we had this baby we had to deal with. And I had no idea because it was all random stuff. But we ended up crafting a story around it over time. And it became part of the game that led the focus for quite a few sessions, all off of just random tables. Another thing is that I like to do when preparing ahead of time like that is I like to I like to keep a, a, a book a book of names or a list of names. Uh, I like to improvise and the players go looking for a person or a shop I didn't plan. I have the Writer's Digest character naming source book. I strongly suggest it. It's this big purple book and it's just got lots of names. Uh, lists of names from where they come and originate around the world from. Now, the character naming source book is very useful. I'll pull a few names out, maybe come up with a few relations and ideas and character concepts that are just brief that I could run with at the drop of a hat. Um, so I keep a list of names to improvise with when the players go looking for a shop that I didn't plan for them to go look for. I have to pull out a name... This list, I've prepared a few ideas, these vague characters. I can just pull them up. When I do those extra steps, those NPCs end up being more popular ones. At least memorable, and they have a name. You don't go, uh. You cannot always 
uh, predict what the players will try to do, where they're going to follow into and what they're going to, you know, try to delve. So make vague ideas and options you can run with. Uh, go to the town. Suddenly PCs want to go gamble. They want to visit the tailor or the cobbler or some other shop that you didn't anticipate. Perhaps they really are excited about the idea of this thing that you just never thought of and don't care about. It's not part of your story. But following them there and letting them play that out, that thing that they're into, I think players often really enjoy that. Now, as long as it doesn't get too off track and off off the uh, off the rails, so to say. We're not running a railroad, but we don't want to get to a point where we're detracting from other players having fun as well. But at the same time, as long as it doesn't get too out there, maybe you have a new NPC that can be reoccurring. Perhaps they're coming up with some sort of mission that you never saw by engaging with that and interacting with it. For me, the biggest difference between the sandbox and the railroad player is player autonomy and self-determination. I've heard DMs complaining about players who ruin their game. Sure, there are times players might get out of hand and do things that might need to be reeled back in. But if there's a power struggle between the DM and the players so that the DM can tell the story or do what they want, maybe that DM should write a book instead. You gotta be able to go with the players. Luck rolls. I have this thing that I like to do called a luck roll. And I've been doing it for quite a while. I've noticed that I'll say no. And then I'll stop for a minute and go, wait a minute, wait a minute. It seems highly unlikely to me that whatever you're asking would occur, but I'll give you a chance. Because I don't think the DM should just jump to a no. So I tell them to roll a 20. Now it's high or low, I don't care. I'm going to go by whatever my gut tells me to do at the time. Sometimes it'll be whether you roll high or low will determine if you have to roll high or low over or under the number that you just rolled. The luck roll, the first roll I make them roll, is the determining number that we're setting that they have to roll over or under. The second roll is the one that has to roll over and under that says yes or no. So I like to give them at least that chance. And sometimes, sometimes when they ask for that thing and you say no, think to yourself, why not? Is there a loose brick in the dungeon? No. But wait a minute. Why not? I don't need to make you roll. Perhaps if I wanted them to roll, I could make them roll to try to dislodge a loose brick on some kind of strength check or something along those lines. Try to give the players what they want. Go with what they're asking for and see where they take you at the same time. That's about all that I have today. I hope you've enjoyed today's episode. I'm working to try to improve things. Uh, we'll see how that goes. I think that I'm making some positive progress. If you enjoyed this, please share this episode. Please give us some positive reviews. Visit us at our website, wobbliesandwizards.com, and keep those dice rolling.